are going to be Dr. Alex George, not of the medicine world, but of the decorated world. Decorating colour world. Are you ready? Well, we'll soon find out. Yes, exactly. We will find out. If it goes badly, we can always edit it out. Lovely. Just blame us, I'm sure. So, hello everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the Let's Colour podcast. I'm Marianne Shillingford. And I'm Steph King. And we are here today recording an incredibly fantastic episode, I have to say starting the year with a proper bang because we have an incredible guest with us today dr alex george dr alex george i have a list of dr alex george's amazing achievements he's an ambassador for mental health and well-being author of best-selling book live well every day instagram influence with a zillion followers fellow podcaster with his hugely popular waiting room, founder of Prescribed, a store where you can buy amazing environmentally friendly self-care pampering goodies. I bought some stuff Ooh, the other day. Amazing. And all round lovely guy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you said it's going to be a good episode of the podcast. I, we'll see. I <laughs> hopefully, so. no hopefully pressure. I can do all right. No pressure. I feel no like pressure. pressure. Thank you for having me. It'll so, be absolutely fine. A lovely introduction. Absolutely. Me. Thank you. Everyone, it's Dr. Alex George, the one and only. Yeah, that was a six out of ten, actually. Six Thank out of ten. Much. All right, I'll, I'll take that. Fine. I'll take okay. that. Okay, I think six out of ten. And um, it'd be weird if I didn't say it, but can I mention Love Island? You can. And of course, Love Island contestant back in the day, my favourite episode, you're my favourite one, of course. <laughs> oh, gosh, so, uh, it feels how a long time could, how could we not? How could we not mention time. that? If I should have the year we've had, it feels a million miles away now, doesn't it? I think oh. it was 2018. It feels like my gosh, 2008. Gosh, how long ago it was. So um, I should tell people what's coming up on today's episode. You just before we get in and get. So excited to, to <laughs> chat, I should let everyone know that, shouldn't I? So yes. coming up on today's episode, we are of course going to talk to Dr. Oh. Alex George, who we will now call Alex from now on, yeah, because yeah, it yeah. feels very it formal to call him yeah, Dr. Alex all the time. Yeah. It's like so a DJ will... name, really. It's just it, like, it's, yeah, you know, you in a hospital, well. no one calls each other doctor, really. You know, we all call first name, but in the outside world, it's more formal. So well, you know, well, it's very exciting to I meet. I insist on being called it. Yeah, I insist on being called, go? yeah, Dr. Dulux. I have to be called Dr. Dulux. <laughs> People have to sort of like, you know, bow <laughs> yeah. a little bit. On the Zoom calls. Oh, hi, Dr. Dulux. Yeah, absolutely. That's how it goes. So coming up on today's episode, we are, of course, going to talk to Alex all about being our Colour of the Year ambassador for 2022, which we're very excited about. Um, and really what we want to talk to you about, of course, is why this partnership was really important to you. Um, and of course, why it's really important to us as well. So we're really excited to kind of talk more about that. After we've done that, we are going to get deep into well-being. You're going to give us your top tips uh, and everything that you've kind of learned over the past few years. <laughs> yeah, in 20 minutes. Going to hear everything that we have to uh, talk about well-being and how to kind of bring some of those positive effects uh, of colour into your home. Then, of course, we're going to get hands-on, going to get hands-on with colour, which sounds scary, but don't be scared. We'll be we'll be really good, won't we? Uh, and we're going to talk all about colour scheming, mm -hmm. going to talk about the theory of colour and hopefully help you on your decorating journey here in, uh, in your new flat. Yes, please help. And then my most favourite part of the podcast, we are going to uh, do a Dr. Dulux segment, yeah. which is where we, of course, take our real listener questions. And you are going to be Dr. Alex George, not of the medicine world, but of the decorating, decorating world. Decorating colour world. Are you ready? I, well, I, we'll soon find we'll out. Find, yes, exactly. We will find out. If and it then goes badly, we can always edit it out. Lovely. Just blame us. I'm sure it'll be fine. So we should kind of really get cracking then, mm. shouldn't we, really? So... Um, what we want to talk to you about, of course, first, is you. Tell us a little bit more for those listeners or viewers that might not have come across Alex George before. Who is Alex George? Yeah. Well, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Alex George. So um, my background is that I'm a doctor. Uh, I work in, or have worked for quite a few years in Lewisham Hospital as an A&E doctor. Um, and I guess a lot of people know me maybe from Love Island 2018. 
and then afterwards I guess my work in mental health and well-being and I think it, particularly what we're talking about today I think it's more important than ever I think the conversation around mental health has grown massively I think that's a good thing mm. um, and I feel proud and very fortunate in many ways to be you know part of that conversation I hope in this country and trying to bring us forward into where we should be uh, and the approach that we have towards mental health and making it guess a priority alongside physical health that's my passion I think that's what I want to to keep kind of banging the drum about. Alex, you have just been <clears throat> announced as our Dulux Colour of the Year 2022 ambassador. We are hugely excited and Thank proud you. yeah. that you've, yeah. you've said yes. Tell us, tell us, why is it important to you to be involved in this? Well, thank you, first of all. You know, it really is, a, is an honour, and I know it's a big thing. It's been it's 19 years you've been doing it, a long time, anyway. Yeah, 20, 20 this year. 20 yeah, years, yeah, yeah. yeah, so thank you so much. And I'm very excited because it's clearly it's the bright skies, it's the blue, and I my two favorite, I've got two favourite colours, <laughs> green and blue. The green very much because that link to nature. The blue, for me, is an optimistic colour. Um, I do, I've been doing for many years this blue heart on Instagram, which I put along quotes and things, or when I'm saying something that I really want to be positive and optimistic and, you know, my audience come in and put the, uh, uh, blue hearts after. And I think we all understand that colour to be that bright, you know, the sky that kind of we can do this kind of feel. And, and that's why I love that colour. And I think we're, we're, of course, we're painting by the stairs that lead up onto the terrace. And I think that blue kind of draws your eye up into the sky and thinking, you know, this is this is really positive and, and I love it. I think it's going to be it's going to be beautiful in my flat and make it feel very very much at home and goes into that feeling of peace and nature I think the green and the blue match together beautifully mm, yeah no absolutely yeah and we cannot wait for everyone to see the uh final final effect yes, so you're going to be getting some hands dirty and, yes uh, well hopefully not too dirty <laughs> yeah. lovely new yeah, flat well, but hopefully, hopefully main thing is I don't cock up the wall I think that's the main thing get the wall I think it'll be just fine we doc there's a doctor here doctor is decorating I think yeah she'll be fine right she can treat anything I believe so. I hope so yeah I hope yeah. so I love when when looking at your Instagram and reading your bits from your book and you're just so real Oh, thank you. So real, and and you bring something a, a huge authenticity to to the advice that you give. I feel like you're holding, you're holding me by the hand. So I'm worried about something. Have a look, Alex. You've got a lovely way. How did you kind of? Is this a sort of doctor's bedside manner? Did you learn this? You know, when you're kind of like uh, becoming a doctor. <laughs> I, I guess a lot of it is training. I think I, what I've tried to do. I, I think you know, uh, you know, I'm not a consultant in A and E, for example. Mm -hmm. and I think being very real with people and honest about what you do know and what you don't know is very important. I think in the past, I think medicine as a whole has been very paternalistic, maternalistic. You know, mm -hmm. we tell you what to do and you don't ask questions. And I think that the world has changed and people want to understand health. People want to be involved in health. Yeah. And they want to take control of it. And being honest about what we do and talk widely in medicine, what we do know and what we don't know is very important. We don't have all the answers for mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. you know. So what I've tried to do is whenever I'm giving advice about health is be very honest. Look, we don't, I don't know everything, but this mm -hmm. is the stuff that I do know. And mm -hmm. it was like that with the whole pandemic with COVID. You know, we, we didn't know anything at the start. You know, I remember when I first yeah. saw the cases coming into Lewisham and I think we pretty much saw one of the first few cases in Lewisham mm. um, and I believe we had one of the very first admissions as well you know we didn't know what was coming or how we'd manage we had you know first principles but this is a brand new variation of, of, of a virus we hadn't seen so mm. I, I think being honest with people was very important a lot of the videos I was doing was on YouTube particularly was taking people into that setting and going look this is what's going on you know yeah. and this is the truth of what, what we're seeing and we don't have all the answers and I think mm. as, as long as you're very authentic and honest with the audience, people then trust you. Mm. You know, and I've said before, I don't know the answer to that question, or I don't know the answer to this. And people then know that when I do say something, it comes from a place of 
me being confident and sure. We had a chat the other week, mm. Debbie Ring, and one of the things we were talking about was that we've all been stuck inside our homes. Yeah. And home is so important mm. to the way we feel about ourselves and how, you know, home has become, it's just become this incredible, almost battery place where we have to recharge and recuperate. And you talked about home as well, mm. home being important for, 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 for health and well-being. And I asked you what your favourite colours were. And for those who are watching this podcast, you will see that you are surrounded in greens and blues the colours I mean, of nature. Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I wanted to know how that made you feel. You know, why is that important to you? Why are these beautiful palettes of nature really important to you? I think in my, my upbringing, I was born in West Wales and very fortunate to live in the countryside. And mm. I spent my childhood running around fields and tree houses and climbing things and, and, and playing on my brothers. And I think that connection with nature was throughout my childhood. And I mm. found that place of calm and kind of peace in nature. And I think moving to the city, I as soon as I came to London, I loved the place, but I quickly was like, wow, where's the nature? I need that nature. And I yeah. found myself drawn to the parks always yeah. and drawn to those kind of areas. Richmond, I spent a lot of my time in Richmond Park. And you know, bringing that nature into my own home was very important. Green is my favorite color, probably closely followed by blue for different reasons, but green, it is that color of nature. Uh, and that's why we're sat on the sofa here that's green. I have as many plants inside the yeah. place I can. My bed yeah. is green. I just find it a very grounding colour uh, and I feel that it calms me and I feel relaxed around that colour. Green is right in the middle of the visual spectrum and it is the colour that we find, it's the easiest colour to process visually. It's a receding colour so it looks a little further away from you so when you put it in a space it makes the space look bigger, mm. so it reconnects you with nature on, a, on an amazing level um, and it's just the colour of calm and tranquility. Anybody mm. who wears green, if there's a fire or something goes horribly wrong, follow them. They'll be well, the, not the guy they'll in the be high the, They'll yeah. be the, no, the people, <laughs> Follow the one people wearing green. green. Everybody I've ever met who kind of like likes green, they're just very tranquil human beings. And I do get the sense of beautiful tranquility with you. Well, ideally, the fire steward would be wearing the, the, the reflective stuff and green T-shirt underneath. There you go. That's what it is. Don't really follow me. I'm clearly I, not the person to follow. I think this makes you the perfect ambassador for our colour of the year, bright skies. This blue and green, this kind of like the earth and sky together. And, and we put it here in your flat on the wall over there. And I think that whole, it does literally look like fields and then the sky, but I'm getting all carried away. Alex, tell us, what, why is home so important to us? Why, what does home mean to people? Why is it so important to us in, in terms of well-being? Well, I think, you know, our home is exactly that. It is our home. It's our place of safety. It's where mm. we should wake up and feel calm and peace. And you start your day, you know, from a place of, feeling happy and okay, you know? And I, and I think creating and thinking about that when you're creating your space is, is super, super important. You know, the pandemic has forced people to work at home. There are many benefits from working from home with your time and life balance with family and things like that. But actually there's a real risk that you can have that invasion of stress and work yeah. into a space that should yeah. actually be there for you to Relax. Be at yeah. peace and be quiet and be calm. And I've actually had to work a lot from home for the last few years because a lot of my work when I'm not in the hospital is this hybrid working. And I found that real challenge of, oh gosh, you know, what time is it? Oh gosh, I'm still working at seven, eight o'clock. Or, you know, I haven't even had gone outside for lunch or, you know, I'm sat on my sofa and I'm still typing away emails or whatever time. And I think I've learned over the last few years to kind of create that separation between work and home. And it's been so important for my mental health to know yeah that when I'm relaxing, I'm relaxing. I mean, you guys will know this. I mean, you know, you, you should never, you know, work from your bed or revise mm. from your bed because yeah. your brain on a very <laughs> deeper level 
thinks, well, hang on, is this the bed or is I like, is a wait? This is a space should be awake or what? What am I doing in this space? That kind of cave concept of going back into the cave and sleeping in there, and then when the daytime you get out of your cave, you know. And and, and I think a lot of people working from home, you know, they they struggle trouble sleeping. Body clock doesn't know what time of day it is. Um, there's so many negative points to I think mixing it too much. So my flat isn't the biggest space, but I think creating, even if you've got the dining table as your workspace and your relaxing space as a sofa, I think creating that separation is important in time as well. You know, yeah. what time is your working day start mm -hmm. and end? When is your breaks? You know, treat it really strictly. You know, right, okay, it's hit 12 o'clock, time to go for a walk, let's yeah. get outside. Because yeah. I think the other point of working from home is how much time you get in daylight, you know, how yeah. much natural light you're getting, because mm -hmm. you're losing those little glimpses of walking to the bus or getting outside that you'd have light. And we know that from, you know, in a scientific level, that morning light is very important to your circadian rhythm, your sleep cycle, because morning mm. light, uh, it triggers that the part of your brain that understands, right, that is morning and therefore evening is evening. Yeah. And the melatonin, that whole cycle mm. is triggered by that morning light. So if you're not leaving a flat and you're walking maybe from the bedroom to the sofa, you're not getting that vital part of your day. Mm. So there's so many things to think about. And that's why in the morning I get up, go for a walk first, come back. Then I start my working day and I get out again at lunchtime just to make sure I'm breaking that cycle. I was chatting to somebody the other day about about um, about the power of colour to change the way yeah. we feel about stuff. Yeah. And I mean, every day we make a decision about what clothes we're going to wear. Actually, you, you, Steph, you were going through a little, bought a few clothes for today. I thought, just I'll wear few. the yeah. lilac. Yeah. Nice, you know, so, so it's kind of like, isn't it? it's so, kind of just, yeah. it affects your mood, it affects yeah. everybody's mood. And I was chatting to somebody the other day, I hope they're not listening to this podcast, <laughs> and she just, she just div got divorced. Mm. And while they lived in a flat together, the flat was all done to, to his yeah. style, yeah. and it yeah. was greys, and it was very kind of like urban and cool. And when he left, he finally left, took all of his stuff, and she painted every room in a bright, yeah. bold colour. And in each room, she said, in every room, she just felt a lightness of being. She felt yeah. like her life was beginning again. She was starting a new chapter. She was using colour to express this sort of sense of freedom and, and, a, and a new beginning. And I think that's, that's something we often overlook. Colour is one of the simplest things, the simplest things that we all enjoy. You know, we choose food to eat by the way it looks. Yeah. But colour is so important to express yourself. And I love this idea of painting somebody out of your life. So yeah, yeah, anyway. Well, I have a question for you. I wear, I wear, because colour of clothes, I guess, says a lot, doesn't it, as mm -hmm. well? We're just talking about the lilac with the, the, I wear a lot of black. So I believe, is it right, the same people do, why do we wear Ooh, black? Is it like sinking now, black? black? Now, black hides black. everything. So Alex, yeah. what you're doing with the black yeah. is you're sort of saying, it's a very important colour. It's, it's incredibly important. It's very mysterious. I mean, you think you're know, priests. Well, and, I like that. And, yeah, mysterious. yeah. So, mysterious, you, so you, yeah. Would, you, would, you would go to somebody in authority. You wouldn't really be able to work out exactly who they were because okay. that you're not giving anything away. So there's an yeah. element of mystery and sort of, you know, authority in black, which I think is important. Oh. And also, black absorbs all light. So in a space, when we look at anything dark in a space, yeah. it leaps towards us. Right. So you're sort of drawing attention to yourself in a, oh, in a kind okay. of subliminal way. Way. You're saying, I thought you know, it would I'm, be the opposite. I thought black would be like hiding away. Kind of, it's, it's you're hiding your your personality, okay, yeah, but you're yeah, also yeah. sort of stating a sort of importance yeah. in the space, a quiet authority. Yeah. Don't don't mess with me. Yeah. Well, either way, the black where we're like green like this. That's, yeah. That's well, you see, that's the softy. He's the softy side of you, yeah, Alex. That's yeah. The, yeah. James yeah. Bond one moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. Alex. Yeah. You come again. Yeah. I think it's an air of mystery. I think it's a it's it's kind of you're not giving yourself away when you wear black. Yeah. There's people. Some people wear very bright colours, don't mm. they? Really bright colours. Is that is that showing the more kind of 
personality I, out and the colours that I think so. Some sometimes I mean I I'm actually I'm not wearing bright colours today, but I'm known for wearing bright colours. Yeah. Um and you're I, in the orange, I think. Uh, which yes, I think yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 I, and I would I would wake up in the morning and if I'm not feeling terribly confident confident, I will put on something really, really bright because I know that that will actually help me lift my mood right. and it will help people chat to me. So you people they can't help walking past and smiling. So you people will chat to you. So it helps mm. lift my mood. It's amazing with colour actually, isn't it? How yeah. much you can. And I think yeah, people just does, yeah. kind of take it for granted, really, because, you know, we just we just pop on some clothes every day and we don't necessarily kind of think overly about how that's really affecting, you know, the way that we go and mm. on and operate mm. during during the day. Mm. But, you know, it really can make a huge mm. difference. And the same and it's the same thing for interiors as well, isn't it? It's, mm. you know, just a lick of colour here or a splash over here can just really lift not only the way that things look but also the way that you use that space and you know so should you, start you, should to operate. you paint like for example i've got my uh, deliberately i have a um hq i call it the top dallas hq which i go to oh, work so i create that. the separation with yeah. the home here and the work there i mean again I, I do often have to work from home and i create the separation mm. within this space but do you think color matters when you're like in terms of like a home space versus a workspace, are there colours that are good for working in? Absolutely, I think so. I think your home work colours are also if you, if you're if you have an audience as well, yeah. you don't want a colour that polarises the audience. So your greens and blues instantly, they're, 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 you know, blue is the world's favourite colour, yeah. and so we all we love blue, blue blues yeah. and teal. Mm. So blue is a perfect backdrop yeah. uh, for you when you're at work. When it comes to colour at home, it's about you mm. when it comes to color at work it's about other people it's about you know it's about creating an environment in which people can be all be relaxed mm. I mean, if you were suddenly uh, broadcasting from a bright yellow background <laughs> shouting and yeah. it's just yeah. not right but it's kind of so you need to have colors that, that make other people feel happy but when you're at home you need to have colors that make you feel happy yeah. what about white then because i mean at the moment <gasps> the room, a lot of this room is white i mean partly because i knew you've got lovely people coming and i was like we'll sort canvas. that out alex yeah. but i mean yeah. do you, but, it, but it is because often a lot of people do just paint white I'm yeah like, why yeah. is that it's why a black it's a white? blank canvas yeah. if you think it's a blank canvas onto which you tell your story with mm. the stuff you have in your house your artwork mm. your plants and it and it and it reflects lots of light so it makes a small space seem bigger what it can do though is it just sort of you can't get beyond it because yeah, sure. it's, it's so perfect yeah. and you just can't get beyond it and so people stop making the decision about colour because they're frightened of ruining this beautiful yeah. white yeah. clean space and actually it brings you down a little bit so yeah. I think when you commit to colour and it, you you were saying earlier it's yeah. the hardest thing you're looking at your flat and yeah, you're thinking yeah, how do I commit to this you, you know yeah. you know I don't want to wear the same shirt every single day of my life yeah, for the next yeah, five yeah, years sure. but I'm going to paint the wall in my living room this colour it's going to yeah. last me five years I'm going to have to commit to it and not, you did say that red is the one oh, that most commonly changed red is the most overpainted colour I think everyone thinks red yeah. is a good idea yeah. and do you know what it can be an amazing yeah, yeah, idea yeah. right we, I, I'm loving a bit of red at the moment I have to say but I just it's it's difficult isn't mm. it because it is such an arresting yeah. colour yeah. it literally does stop yeah. you in your tracks which is the complete yeah. idea of red yeah. that I think it's yeah. quite harsh well, so my, pa my parents painted the their bedroom whole bedroom in my child all red and it was honestly walked in I just to walk out it was well, so stressful yeah, yeah, the whole, like, yeah the exactly gut, that red yeah. like real it red it is stressful and yeah. it's such a warm colour yeah. you know and the same with orange and yellow they're actually yeah. kind of quite hard to live with if you go really yeah. harsh with them yeah, yeah. But, they're long wavelength colours yeah. and what that means is they they look closer to you they kind of like they jump at you they shout yeah. for attention um, and yeah. if you think red is, is, is kind of blood fire passion okay, you don't yeah. need too much of that however if you have a little bit of red in the kitchen it yeah. can make food tastes sweeter 
So it can actually kind of tickle the taste buds. Mm. So so apparently if you want to lose weight, have a blue light in your kitchen, you eat less. It tastes, the food doesn't taste quite so good. But if you love food and you want to, you know, if you're a rubbish cook, yeah. You know, and you're really awful. Yeah, all red, all red lighting, all red, red on the yeah. walls. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, I just like I, I really admire, for example, this like lovely orange cushion mm. that you've got here. It's just, yeah, it just adds like a little bit of something, something doesn't yeah, it? It just really kind green, of warm, yeah. warms yeah. the whole space up, and that's what those colours do. And the science to this is, it's an opposite colour to green. So these opposite sort of reds and greens are opposite yeah, to each other. Yeah. So even though they are least like each other, they're just kind of like relationships, you know, they, yeah. they work beautifully yeah. well together. So that lovely flash of sort of golden, you know, this mm. lovely orange okay. is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bright skies, of course, we need to talk about bright skies and, yes. and, uh, and what and what that colour kind of represents and how, oh. we, how you might go about. We've got this lovely bright skies yeah. wall, I know, yeah. which we're going to come on to later. But what kind of colours would you say goes with that, Marianne? And well, how can we bring out the best in Alex's decorating here? The palette that actually Alex has kind of created himself is a, is a palette called the Greenhouse Palette. Mm. So it's a 2022 trend palette. It's this idea of melting the walls of your house away, reconnecting with nature, um, using colour to, to bring, you know, greenery. And so you have lots of plants and foliage, but if you don't have lots of plants and foliage or not lots of light where you can have them, then these colours will bring that sense of the outside yeah. in. It's, I mean, if you think the sky is is, is everywhere, it works with all colours. It's almost a neutral. Mm. Um, it works with pinks, it works with oranges. Um, it's it's just a neutral colour. But I think this greenhouse, these lovely layered greens, celadon greens, beautiful, you know, tranquil dawn, one of our colours of the year before, yeah. beautiful colours that all work together just organically. And then you've got natural materials in the flat, beautiful dark woods, you've got a wooden floor that just, works together all the natural stuff yeah. kind of even though we're in this amazingly cool urban environment it just it gives, gives us a little sense yeah, of whales sense of the yeah, of whales in cool. there i like the fact because up there i've got the plants and stuff as you've got there as well so it brings it's like leading you to more nature isn't it which is nice yes. yeah. yeah absolutely love that i mean if there you are living the greenhouse palette without yeah. even trying which well, is amazing i'm happy with, that. with this role he's even wearing it look at him he's even wearing it i know we couldn't have picked a better I know. So we're going to move away from colour, but we're going to come back to it later, so don't worry. Um, however, I would love to hear a bit more about your top tips on self-care and well-being, because clearly you're an incredibly busy guy. Um, and I'm really intrigued to know how you juggle everything, how you balance everything. You've touched on a few things that you personally like to do in your life to help you get that work-life balance. So if we were to press you for kind of your top five tips what do you think they would be well i think it's premise of a reason i wrote the book live well every day is like i think we can all do little things each day that build up into a bigger picture of feeling uh, of how you feel yeah you know? and it's kind of i guess it's almost like decorating a flat isn't it it's all the you know you've got all the things that come together that give you this overall space mm. and how you feel in that space and i think sometimes we forget that with our health that it's the little and often that really does make a difference yeah. so you know, I talked a little bit earlier about natural light. I mean, the first thing that we'll do in the morning is go outside, go for a walk. Yeah. When you move your body, blood flows to your brain. The blood flow to your brain helps brain processing, helps you wake up in the morning, helps that concentration, that mm. sense of positivity. Mo movement causes the release of uh, endorphins. There's happy mood hormones that we release when we even go for a walk. The natural light, we get the vitamin D that we need. We also get that kind of trigger from the outside world that it's time to get up and start your day. And yeah. that connection again with, with nature, the, the wind in your face, the sound, even if it's raining, that kind of sense of like I'm outside, I'm in, in the real world. Mm. It's, you know, it's, it's a cool time of year. 
and we're out in the cold, you can kind of feel really alive. And I think mm. that's important. And I think then coming back, if you're working from home or whatever you're doing during this uh, difficult time with this pandemic, I think it's, you know, looking at your day and thinking, how can I integrate those kind of little things that help me feel good? You know, when am I going to have my movement today? You know, are you, you going to, I like to do a bit of exercise at the end of the day because it breaks up. It tells you kind of that's the end of my day and it kind of could release everything with that bit of exercise yeah. I think during your day thinking you know when am I going to have these little mini breaks might be sit with a quiet, quiet bit of mindfulness might be sitting having a cup of coffee outside or again a little walk or might be just listen to, listening to a bit of music I think integrating these moments in the day of mindfulness very very important mm. the evening we often talk about bookends of the day to so start of the day end of day very important having tech free time I think it's vital. Really the first yeah. half an hour of your day, hour if you can, but realistically for most people, half an hour in the morning, if you can avoid just waking up and scrolling through your phone, yeah. turn the alarm off, get up, have your shower, get your coffee, let yourself get into your rhythm of the day. Mm. I always think in the morning, you're almost like the white ceiling, you're a blank canvas, aren't you? And you can be easily affected by the world. If you're on Instagram, you see something that angers you on yeah. BBC News, why start your day in that way? Control yeah. your day, yeah. set the tone for your day. And when you're ready and you you're up and dressed and you're ready for the day, then tackle the things yeah, on your phone. That's such a nice way of thinking about it. Do your day and then towards the end of the day, give yourself that space. I mean, science, uh, we know from from, from science and, uh, and research that, you know, what we look at on our phones and what we look at at the end of the day impacts our sleep and how we process information and, the, you know, the information that goes into our brain. So if you're scrolling through TikTok and Instagram, it may be funny stuff that you're watching or whatever, but that is all triggering these deep parts of your brain before you sleep. Mm. So really you should have a digital free hour yeah put that down read a book listen to some music low light you know turn the lamps on maybe some candles and really unwind you know i started prescribed bath bomb company because i like that's how i unwind in the evening chuck a bath bomb in a bit of music and that process of heating the body then getting out and cooling triggers our brains to want to sleep cooling is great for sleep okay. that's why a bedroom should be cool yeah. so if you think about it kind of what well, it makes sense in the evening the cave times in the evening gets cold and when it's cold the brain knows that drop in temperature means it's nighttime yeah. nighttime means time for sleep so when you have the bath you heat yourself up you get out of the bath the cooling process is like that mental trigger of right it's time to mm -hmm. sleep so if you mm -hmm. combine that with low lights and a bit of reading you'll sleep so much better mm. and i think we really do underappreciate how important sleep is for mm. happiness. Yeah, Sleep is so important. And often people think of it as a sedative state, but actually mm. your brain is so creative when you're asleep. And often the things and ideas you have in the daytime come from the time that you're asleep and you don't even mm. realize that's happening. Yeah. You know, it's not a it's not a time of just like switching off. You know, sleep when you're dead is wasted time. You know, that's that's not true at all. Mm. All this kind of creativity goes on, you know, when, when you're sleeping. And a few things as well, just generally, with sleep alcohol doesn't help sleep at all a lot of people think that alcohol Damn is great it. for sleep unfortunately it isn't what alcohol no. does is it actually does sedate and depresses certain parts of the brain so it prevents that natural REM cycle mm. so basically you don't have quality sleep and often people find an interesting one that people don't realize is sometimes when you've had a few glasses of wine and then the next night you have loads of vivid dreams it's because you've suppressed that kind of part of processing for one night and the right. next night it comes back hyper, with a vengeance almost you've got this hyperactive overactive state yeah. and that's why you sometimes have quite disturbed sleep so avoid avoid the alcohol before, oh, before bed <laughs> with sleep oh. if you want to sleep well and um, and caffeine as well caffeine yeah. is in your system six to eight hours after you drink coffee so i i've actually now cut ca caffeine out after about one o'clock two o'clock in the afternoon 
and I sleep so much better. Yeah. So just a little wow. thing. And they don't yeah. sound like little things and there's lots more. To, I could talk, you know, a lot mm. more about it. Yeah. But I think just start with the little things. Don't go for the big overhauls. Yeah. You know, it's like with diet. Don't overhaul your diet overnight. Yeah. Just look at the little things you can do and bring in a little bit of green. Look at your plate. Can I have a greener, more colourful plate of food rather than going restrictive, restrictive. Mm. Health is not about restriction. Mm. Fuel your life. I also I love your attitude that well-being and mental well-being is about self-care. It's about yeah, loving yeah. ourselves and giving ourselves yeah. the time yeah. and just spending. If we spent yeah. even a fraction of the time that we spent at work on ourselves, wouldn't we be amazing? Well, look at I mean, I'm a big Formula One fan, and do, you know what would happen if these Formula One cars were just driven to the limit all the time? You didn't change the tires, you put in rubbish fuel, fuel, you didn't take time to tweak the engine and things. What would happen? The wheels mm. would fall off. You'd be in the you'd yeah. be crashing the thing. It wouldn't win any races, would it? Yeah. So why mm. do you expect? to perform at a high level. And this, I think this is the point around schools is, you know, and I think we need more role models in life who are very honest about their, mm. the fact that they self-care, that they appreciate sleep, that they invest in these things because people forget the link, but actually if you really invest in yourself, it'll come out tenfold in your work. And people often yeah. ask me, how do you do books and you, you do the TV, you do the, all these other things. Well, you know, I'm no different to anyone else. I'm, I am literally no different to anyone else, but I do see the value of that investment. Yeah. Because if I don't do those things, I know myself, my output and performance goes down. Mm. So I think I perform well because I do those things, if that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah, completely. It makes complete sense, doesn't it? Um, and we just forget that and we need yeah. reminding And also remembering that you can't do it all. I, know, I do it through times where I feel a bit oh, knackered, I can't be bothered today. Knowing when to, part of self-care is yeah. knowing when you need a break. And yes. That's one of the things that most people aren't very good at. And I'm, I'm, I'm hands up, I'm bad at it. I'm an overworker, moments, I'm, yeah. I'm bad at it, and I have to sometimes, and sometimes it's my, my girlfriend saying, do you know what, you're overworking, you're like, do you know what, you're right, and I take, you know, take a break, mm. know when to stop, Yeah. don't let the wheels fall off, stop. Absolutely. But colour never sleeps, No. Nope. it never no, sleeps, yeah, yeah. I think we should have some fun. With a bit of do you think we should have some yeah, fun? I think okay. we should have some is fun. Is that, I mean, that time no, of the day? We, we, it's not that we've not been having no, fun. No, of course. We've been having lots of fun, mm. but I, 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 I want to do, I want to have hands-on colour fun. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. So, seeing as we have you here, Alex, what we yeah. thought we would do, um, we'd love you. We'd love you to help. Yes. Actually, we're going to induct you into the world of Dulux today, yeah. and we're going to one of the best questions <laughs> that me and Marianne get, or Marianne and I get all the time, is um, you must name all of the colours, right? And we're like, oh, obviously, me and Marianne do it, and we come up with great yeah. ones all the time, which is completely untrue, by the way. We don't do that. At no, all. no, we do some of it. Let's take the credit. <laughs> Colour naming, right? Yeah. So we thought we'd get you involved in that. Okay, what do you think? exciting. So yes, please. Yeah, excellent, to. excellent. Brilliant. We've Brilliant. got a new recruit. Well, um, so we have got some colours yeah. here. We've got some colours here. Go. So, so take take a little look at these, and uh, you're going to be drawn yeah. to some of these, I know, because so we have these picked are, out some faves. These are unnamed colours. So these are yeah, these wow. are unnamed colours. So these cool. these these are. So what we thought would be nice if you pick one that you quite mm -hmm. like the look of. Um, so a few sort it. of like yeah that draws you to it, and then. Uh, um, we oh, have this wonderful uh, process of naming colours. We call it alchemy. Mm. Yes. So basically, you have a beautiful colour, but if it has a horrible name, people don't buy it because they like the colour, but they don't like the name. So it, yeah. you have to have this combination of a beautiful colour and a beautiful name. I do quite like that. Uh, <laughs> it's really lovely, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. I like yeah, it. Yeah. It's going bluey green. Is it? It's that beautiful. Yeah, I really yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's, yeah. Let's take yeah. that one out. I so. Love that. That is beautiful. So you've got and it's so, unnamed. It's a blank canvas. So, so for 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 the listeners, Alex has picked up this absolutely gorgeous, quite pale emerald green. So this is a gorgeous emerald green. Mm. This is a real midnight forest kind of colour, or maybe that twilight forest sort of colour. Mm. So the process that we have it, we 
the best names for colors have yeah. two words. Okay. One word takes you to the color. So it could be the color green. It could yeah. just be the name yeah. green. And then the other word is how that makes you feel. Yeah. So if you think about our color of the year, one of our color of the years was, was, was called Tranquil mm. Dawn. Oh. So you think about the dawn and this lovely yeah. misty sort of light over, over greenery. So this beautiful yeah. tranquil. And so tranquility yeah. gives you the, 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 the way it yeah. makes you feel and the dawn gives you the color. Yeah bright skies so sky yeah. gives us the color yeah. mm. beautiful blue brightness gives you that the way the sense that it makes you feel yeah. so mm. we're going to put you on the spot so, so, so have a think about well, this I feel like beautiful peaceful is the word i'd say peace okay it's almost like like a forest peace. peace kind of thing i don't know like it's a, got that's it forest peace i just think it's, it's like peaceful and it's like a foresty green isn't it yeah really peaceful nice green peaceful yeah. forest, green, forest. Honest, that's the quickest Ever. We spent days over this. Forest right. Peace. Yeah. Come on, the crew is, uh, yeah, they're all nodding their heads. Up. Yeah, Thumbs yeah, we're happy that. Thumbs Thumbs up. Forest Thumbs Peace. So, this colour, Forest Peace, we will take <laughs> that back. I will write that <laughs> down. Well, we've it. got it recorded, haven't we? Uh, yeah, and so, hopefully. Yeah, and so. It's a lovely colour, that. So, I'm going to send you a. A send you some sample forest of wow. forest peace, and we'd love to um, see it on your Instagram channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, good. we're going to paint a chair. Good. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, we're going to paint a chair. Let's forest peace. I love it. Oh my gosh! There you I love go. It. So thank you. I'm free. I feel very privileged. <laughs> well, there you go, everyone. Everyone at home. That was, forest it, peace. that was the easiest ever. It normally takes. Generally, actually, when we're choosing names for colours, if we choose them before lunchtime and we're all a bit hungry, it's all about food. Always about. It's always about food. Yeah, and then if it's if it's late at night and we're a bit tired, it's they're usually filthy and we can never use them exactly so um excellent work on the color naming very impressed you can have Thank a job you. any day um but we thought what we'd also do because you've got you've got a whole flat here that you need to decorate yeah, um and we're going to give you our top tips on how you can go and actually kind of start some color scheming so we know you like blues and greens yes. excuse <gasps> me for reaching over here we have got our fabulous dulux yeah. color wheel here we're going to give you uh, a bit of a a whistle stop tour of the colour wheel. So here's our colour wheel and we have a clean and bright side and we have a bit of more of a muted atmospheric mm, side is okay. what we call it. Exactly the same in terms of how they work, yeah. but this side is just much more your kind of more yeah. muted and yeah. kind of sophisticated colours. And this is the in your face yeah. side that's, Gosh. you know, bright and fresh yeah. and, and vibrant. Energetic, yeah. Um, works in exactly the same way though. So we know that you like blues and greens, yeah. right? So blue, one of your favourite shades. So if I kind of grab one of these blues here, you know, you can create a really simple yeah. colour scheme just using blues. Yeah. And all you would need to do is kind of in your blue area, yeah. just use different shades of blue ah. in order to kind of create a bit more of yeah. a kind of layered effect with blue. Look at me getting all doctor. Look, I've taken over your job. And then harmonising schemes, of course, Marianne, you would mm -hmm. recommend blues and greens or yep. blues and purples. Ah, so harmonising yeah. is going along the they, same they, side. They, they live next to okay. each other. They're, yeah. So they're like families and they, they well, they row every now and again, but generally not. They work, they work in, they work in <laughs> harmony with each other. So you can see all of these colours that you're already using mm. in your flat mm. and your wardrobe mm. are, are working beautifully together, well together. And then the exciting thing, so harmonious colours, so blues and greens will work yeah. beautifully in this flat with yeah. natural materials. Can I do the exciting bit? You can do the exciting, the exciting bit. The exciting bit here is the colours that lie opposite. Oof. So here, lovely flame orange. Look, look at this. So I the colours that. that lie opposite yeah. are the colours that look amazing. So, so if you want good. that little yeah. pop, Next just that yeah. little tiny pop 
of, of, just of opposite. A bit of that you just color. look up yeah. to the opposite. And so red, the red sits an opposite green. Yeah, so that's red. Why. So pink. if you don't use red, you use a little lighter green. Is that right? Or? Yeah, or you just or you've got predominant greens. You would use yeah. just a flash of red. Yeah. If yeah. you had red in the in the in the in the house, then green plants. Yes. So you don't need yeah. to put green on the walls. Yeah. You just yeah. use it in plants. Sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So it works I mean, really well. Accessories, or you know, if you've got um, you know, a statement piece of furniture, yeah. perhaps in red. You know, because we talked about yeah, yeah, let's sure. not go and paint entire rooms red because yeah. that is quite um, much, arresting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But if you had like a something with a little shot of, yeah, of your contrasting, then mm. it just brings a little bit more mm. kind of life, doesn't yeah. it, into, this, into your scheme. This colour wheel, Alex, is a kind of like, it's like a, it's like a colour stethoscope. Yeah. It's, a, it's just one of these, it's one <laughs> yeah. of my favourite tools in colour because it's so ridiculously simple. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the rainbow all joined together, but it tells you what colours work with each other. I think people find it very helpful. Though, yeah. A lot of the time when I think about it, it's quite hard to have, gosh, what colour, but that is very helpful to yeah. look, you're right, if I do this, then maybe I can match with other bit of this. Yeah, or absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people don't even realise that. Yeah. And I think but why did have... you choose this lovely cushion? Because it seems to, you, you did you do that instinctively? Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, I thought I did actually look at it and think, well, the greens are nice. I need something, to, but I need something to give it a bit of bit of something. Yeah. yeah. And so I, this cushion I thought was lovely. It just had a bit of pop to it, but it was, it was actually pure luck, I guess. Yeah, you know, it but it's instinctive, isn't it? You've got it. Yeah, you've got it in you. You see, it's done that colonnading so brilliantly. Oh, well, there you go. Exactly. I think you're wasted in medicine. If you ever want to colour, then you let us know. Well, it's, you know, yeah. I think certainly the colour matching is definitely important. But I think a lot of people find, including myself, do find it generally quite, particularly when it comes to painting your walls. For the reason yeah. that you say, it's like, what a big thing to paint a wall. It the is. natural thing you do is write everything white, mm. but then you go, oh gosh, this I wish is I hadn't white. done that. No, I know. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I think as long as you have that basic understanding, you know, take one segment yeah. for a toning yeah. scheme, take a couple of segments of your yeah. wheel for a harmonizing yeah. scheme, and if you're looking for something a bit yeah. more dynamic, go yeah. across. Yeah. And this is a little bit more of a complicated color wheel, yeah. but even just a six segment one, mm. you've pretty much got the basics, yeah. haven't you? Well, so, yeah. very helpful. so next time we come round, you're going to invite us around for a cup of tea, it's I'm sure. Be, it's all going to be, uh, it's all no going to be tea before. Yeah. It has to be before two o'clock because yeah, of the caffeine. Decaf, decaf, decaf is fine. Then we're going to be expecting yeah. genius going yeah. on in here. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. No <laughs> pressure. Um, so we did pre-warn you about this yeah. segment of the show, but this is my favourite. She is here. My favourite part of the show because this is where we answer our the nation's decorating dilemmas. And uh, Dr. Julux here. She's come in her white coat ready, uh, has her own stethoscope and everything. I'm sure I'm sure it's just the, the same as yours. Yeah. In the, in blue. the blue. Totally on brand. Um, and we are actually going to rope you in for yeah. some of answering yeah. the questions. I'll do as well, my very best. You're fully qualified. Any use. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. You will be just fine. So are you ready? I'm ready. For our first Let's question. Let's do it. Come on. Doctors. I'm ready. Come on Doctors. then. Come on then. So I'm going to read this one out because I want to get it precisely right. So our first question is from one of our uh, Dulux UK Instagram channel followers called Lucy. And she has a very brilliant question for thank you both. Thank you, Lucy. Thank Are you Lucy. ready? Yes, thank you, Lucy. Uh, hi, Dr. Dulux. Um, or Dr. Dulux is. Can I pluralise that? I'm true. not sure. Doctors. Doctors of Dulux. How about that? Ah, I like that. I've got a problem. I love pink and I really want to incorporate it into my living room, but my boyfriend is saying it's an absolute no Oof, from him oh dear. Uh, because it's too girly and it wouldn't be relaxing. So I need your advice on how I can win him around. What other colours work with pink so I can convince him it is a good idea? First of all, 
Pink isn't girly. It's not. Is it's it? not girly. It doesn't Everybody have to be. Everybody loves pink. It doesn't have to be. One of the things I think, if you put a little grey into the pink and get a sort of more greyed pink, mm. and then combine it, yeah, these really mm. soft sort of plaster pinks mm. are amazing. So they're less sweet. So I would say a less sweet pink would be great. And I would combine that with a green because yeah. pink and green like opposite each other. They do. I like or, pink as a colour. Yeah. Pink, I think it is. I think it's probably more than when you have a very vibrant pink. It'd be a bit much because it's quite i don't know but it's obviously a soft color but it can be very bright i guess mm. maybe a like a softer pink is nice though i like it with mm. clothing and mm. things you know like a little pink jumper like a very light one is nice mm. and it Absolutely. makes you feel good mm. it's it's a it's a light red and light red you cannot even say the word pink without smiling because it's just one of those yeah. really lovely yeah. joyful yeah. colors so i would balance the pink with greens so That's get some really plants nice. in there because yep. that will balance the pink greens and grays that will look absolutely gorgeous so that would be my that would be my um i think it's like modern and cool really isn't it it's quite a modern color like in yeah. the, the bedroom it's quite cool i think yeah it's kind of always got a bad rap hasn't it pink because it has this kind of brightness like this really mm, like vibrant yeah, yeah it's like kind of like pink, a barbie yeah. pink yeah, yeah, or you yeah, know sure, pink for girls yeah, sure, and sure. But it doesn't have to be like no. that for sure. So um, I definitely think a grayed off pink would be lovely. Can I ask the esteemed uh, Dr. Alex, my colleague over here, about this relationship? You see, they obviously have a problem in their relationship in terms of making a decision mm. um, about how would you solve? What kind of advice would you have for this couple uh, in trying to resol resolve that Well, I think that it's a lot about issue. compromise, isn't it? The point you said about, well, okay, what if we have the pink and the green? Is there a way we can find a compromise for the two? Or rather than going for a very bright pink, can we go for the pale or yeah. one? I think same with any... Is any is like in the hospital the team working situation or whatever? You got to think about different personalities, different you know different kind of people types of working, what people need, but we all want. Sometimes it's addressing and talking about why. I mean, it sounds like saying, "Oh, it's girly," you know. I mean, let's break that down. Think, why is it girly? Well, actually, pink isn't. It's a color. It actually isn't mm. like a boy color or a girl color. Mm. Colors are colors. Yeah. So kind of chatting about that might just get rid of that stigma from it. And and actually going, well, what about these options? You know, I think communicating can get through most things yeah. uh, if you kind of listen and hear another person's uh, kind of point of view mm. and get through most situations. Worst comes worst, flip a coin. That's the other way of doing it, of course. <laughs> Pink on one side, <laughs> green on the other, whatever the other two, yeah. flip a coin, <laughs> wherever it lands, that's the choice made. I completely agree. Done. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't talk it through, flip a coin. Excellent. I think you've passed that with flying colours. So um, are you ready flying for another colors. one? Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. You've used you know that what? I didn't even think about that. I'm so, that I use puns all the time without realising. I'm so good. Yeah. Okay, so again, we've got another question here. This, this time, again, it's for another one of our social media listeners, viewers. Um, uh, called Charmaine and she is looking for some advice from you both so I want to revamp my bedroom and I'm looking for colours that are going to be calming and tranquil because I work long hours and I always need time to wind down but that doesn't mean that I want boring Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, I've also recently gotten into watercolour painting and I have a small desk area with some storage set up I'm just lacking inspiration can you help what do you think Yes, Sounds we can. Like yes, forest piece, always help. Yeah, that's what she needs in her life. I would make a suggestion that she combines two colours on the wall. So I would create a beautiful horizon line with maybe a deeper colour oh, at the bottom nice. to give ourselves this sense of yeah. sort of like, you know, grounding. So you're kind of like, you know, you're on the earth and then a slightly paler version of the same colour above. Mm. So maybe the bottom third of the room mm. in a deeper version of a green, beautiful forest piece and then a slightly paler mm, colour on top yeah. and that would look gorgeous. So she could have a bit of zing, but not too much. So when she wakes up in the morning, she'll get that paler colour. And then when she comes back into the room, she'll get that nice gutsy mm. I do just think, I mean, I, I, obviously the expert of colour is here, but I think for me, I, I like to feel calm. In, like when you wake up in the morning, I don't want to necessarily feel like, 
overly you, you want to wake up and you know find Get yourself into your day. Yeah. yeah so i feel like green's a good color for that i think, I think it's it a great with color blue, for like i guess mm. I, I think something that just isn't polar too polarizing maybe mm. i don't know if that's the right word but mm. so it sounds lovely great suggestion there okay. I'd say. there you go yeah. we should keep her on for a few yeah. more yeah. a few yeah. more yeah. episodes yeah, for sure so. yeah i'd guess so <laughs> yeah well <laughs> but if she ever goes alex you've got a job i, yeah. I think so. i would no i think i would uh, the standard would quickly fall on the front i'm sure that would be the case um, but your help has been much appreciated here today so hopefully lucy and charmaine have got both fantastic yeah. color advice and also some uh, some advice on communication yeah, they should, they should tag Dulux as well so we can see what they actually follow through with it, they know. will absolutely make will make sure that they do that because i want to see this progress yeah. that they've made so thank you so much for both of your help today but uh, i am afraid we've actually kind of come to the <gasps> oh. end of the show um it's been amazing um yeah. kind of talking to you and thank Enjoyed you it. for all of your kind of wisdom and your and your tips on well-being and it's been really fantastic to kind of hear how how wonderful this partnership has been for you as much as it is for us and we're super proud that well, you no, are thank, thank you for having me and uh, and i mean congratulations on the bright sky it's a beautiful uh, beautiful color and uh, thank you for having me on board really i'm very fortunate to have the bright sky on my walls here now Dr. Alice, we cannot let you go without, we always end the programme with this thing called Feel Good Colour. Yeah. And it's a little story or an anecdote about where you've seen a colour um, where that's really made you happy. So have you got a feel good colour moment that you could share with us and the listeners? Well, I think I mean, I'm a big fan of, of cars. I love my cars and I love Rossa Corsa Red is the Ferrari red. Oh. And so when I see uh, a beautiful red, particularly an older, the old school classic Ferraris mm. going past in the Rossa Corsa Red, that makes me happy. And, you know, it's one of the few, because red is quite that kind of sometimes make people think of anger, I guess, sometimes. But when I see that Rossa Corsa going past, that is a beautiful colour and it really makes me smile. So, yeah. Just brings such joy, doesn't yes, it? That it does. shot of red. Yeah, the yeah. Ferrari red. Amazing. There we go. Brilliant. So, Dr. Alex, that thank does it. you. Thank you so much. It does, in fact, bring us to the end of the show. Oh. So, thank you again. Yeah. We hope to be coming back soon for let's that tea. Let's get painting. I've got to paint the whole place now. I? Exactly that. I'm loaded inspirations. Time to go. And let's get painting. But um, for more tips and more advice, the viewers and the listeners can, of course, go to the dulux.co.co website uh, or any of our social media channels. Uh, and we hope to see you there soon. Thank and you. Once again, thank you, Alex. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.